This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Wanting to be poly and just still not understanding that you know, women have a right to say, no, I'm not interested in you. And this is not an attack on your ego, although this is how this person took it. So I'm going way further into this than I need to, but I feel like it's worth sharing because this happens a lot uh, for women. And it's not talked about enough where a man feels entitled to your energy, your attention, your affection. Um, and I'm speaking in general terms here with men and women, but I'm sure this happens all over the spectrum um, of, you know, genders and gender fluidity. Welcome back to Open Late Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari, and I am coming to you from Kopangan, Thailand. I am at the end of my five-week Asia adventure, which if you've been following the show recently, you know that I started mid-December, just before the holidays in the Philippines, um, having a beautiful vacation, real vacation, doing nothing with my husband, Pasha. It was so nice to disconnect and just be. It's been a very long time since we had taken just a pure vacation at that length. Like we did a little, you know, three, four days here and there to kind of you know, de-stress and relax in our lives, but never two weeks where we have nothing planned and we're on an island. So we did that and then we hopped over to Singapore, uh, Vietnam. We flew my father-in-law in to celebrate his 80th birthday to Vietnam and Cambodia. And now I am doing my own solo adventure for the end of this trip. And so I'm on this beautiful little island for the week and nestled in really considering how I've stepped into this new year, 2023. If you haven't yet listened to my episodes and you're thinking about really doing some beginning of the year planning still, I highly recommend checking out my 2022 wrapped, especially the part two, because it's how to think about what you want out of this year and get really intentional with how you spend your time and your energy and what you want your intention to be. Because your intention, when you're strong in it, and it has really beautiful alignment behind it, it can really make such a huge difference in where you go in your year. So I recommend checking that out. But what I want to do today, it's it's so funny. I sat in this in this room and I'm like, is this a great concrete wall behind me? Because this is like my studio at home, except for I don't have birds and frogs and crickets and all of the beautiful nature sounds that I have outside right now, um, which is really helping me feel zen in this space. Um, but it does feel like a good recording studio. So here we go. I wanted to share another 2022 wrapped with you guys. Um, a dear friend of mine sent me this TikTok reel and I think it's also an Instagram thing, but it was happening around the, at the end of the year and it was like 2022 dating wrapped. And she sent me one that was like, but make it queer. And it was like super funny and fun. And she's like, I've never seen one 
for polyamory or non-monogamy, you should totally do one. And my initial thought was a judgment of myself. And I'm like, my sex life outside of my marriage is kind of boring right now. Like I didn't feel like a good representation of poly or non-monogamy. And I was like, why is my initial reaction to judge myself or call myself a boring polyamorous person? A, I have a pretty hot sex life. And I think for people listening, they want what's real. You know, we don't all have to live up to this like, oh, I'm at a different club every weekend or I'm having like all of these dates or I have five different partners. Sure, that is how many people who are polyamorous live, but that's not what my life looks like. And I'm really happy that my life doesn't look like that because I have lots of other relationships and commitments and things that I want to spend my time and energy on. And for the most part, you know, I'm really devoted to myself at the moment and being very particular about who I share my energy with. But that was not the case in 2022. I had the intention to actually have like a slutty year. And looking back, I think I did that. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. So maybe it'll come to me as I'm recording this episode. But when I was like jotting my notes down and thinking about how I wanted to do this, I'm like, I, I for sure have to be missing somebody. So maybe they'll come to me as we do this. But I'm going to go through this the same way that I saw it in this TikTok video because it was really cute and funny and quick. And I think it'll give you all listening a really good clue into my personal life, a little bit more about my sex life because I don't often talk about that here. This is more or less a personal development show, masquerading in sexy lingerie, which I say all the time. But I'm going to feed the beast right now for all of you that really do want to know about my sex life. Here we go. 2022 dating wrapped, but make it poly. So the first question was, how many people did you date or go on dates with this year? And for me, the answer is seven or nine. There were two people that I like went on a date with but it never went anywhere. So um, technically nine people, but seven people that ended up in, you know, some level of intimacy. So we'll start there. Um, one's my husband, one is Lauren, who are both my partners. Um, Lauren and I have since transitioned out of a romantic relationship, but we're still very intimate. And early in 2022, I think in the spring, it was like May or something, we went on a really hot staycation and we stayed in West Hollywood in a nice hotel and we had like the hottest weekend. So um, the third uh, was somebody that I dated pretty casually, but we hooked up a couple of times, went out, did fun things, like went dancing. Um, numbers four, five, and six were all, um, you know, uh, one night stands. I'm like, what's the, what do we call them? They were, no, I was thinking about it because I met all of them while I was traveling in Europe. So they were super hot, but all of them were like a blip little affair thing, I guess you would say, um, while I was gallivanting around in different places in the world, which was really, really hot. And the next was a couple that I met at Burning Man. Yeah, so that rounds it out. Was that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, so technically it's eight people. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, okay, so sorry, it was eight or 10. Um, because if you count the last two, 
people that I went on dates with, that brings us up to 10. Um, I did hook up with another person, which I will talk about in the honorable mention. So that could bring it to 11, but it wasn't really like dating them. Although I have kind of dated them in the past. So, um, <laughs> but not to be confusing, let's dive in. The next question is, what are their signs? I have no idea. This is really funny for somebody who loves astrology. Um, most people that I watch these videos for were able to go through all of the people's astrological signs. I know none of them, except for obviously my, my partners who I do know, which this is a really interesting piece of information. If you haven't listened to the episode where I'm I have my husband and my, you know, partner, Lauren, my girlfriend. We've never really called each other that, but on the show at the same time, um, then you don't know that they actually share a birthday. So this is so wild. The three of us were in a relationship, um, a very romantic relationship for uh, over a year. And then the two of them transitioned, like evolved into a deep friendship love and Lauren and I continued to be romantic and to be intimate. Um, and now the three of us, I mean, we're like a family. So it, it's kind of, the lines have always been very blurry, but the two of them are like the same person in masculine and feminine form. I feel like I've got the God and the goddess of the divine, um, like spirit that was born on March 17th. They're six years apart, I believe, but yes, they are both Pisces watery little fish and they do remind me to be in my feels so there's that um none of these other people i have any idea when they were born um uh, except for i guess the last person that i mentioned um who's a scorpio so there you go okay uh where did i meet them all so <laughs> basha i met in a club in las vegas lauren i met at an emotional intelligence course called Choice in Las Vegas. Let's see. Um, the guy that I casually dated very briefly, I met at an event, actually sort of a conscious open community event that friends of mine put on. They do these one night events and then they also do weekend events in Southern California. And it's one of my favorite sort of like play, open to play communities. They throw parties that are more connection parties. They're not sex parties. Sex is welcome, but it's not expected in these spaces. And a lot of times it's just like connecting and great music and dressing up and their artists there. Really, really fun spot. Um, let's see. Numbers three, four, and five. Um, one I met at a bar in Iceland. The other guy I met at a bar, same bar in Iceland a week later. Um, the next guy I met at, ooh, this was so fun. So I was in Berlin and there is likely one of the most famous sex clubs in the world. It's called the Kit Kat Club. And I've always wanted to go there. And I went there with my husband and we, well, I met this guy and we ended up having hot, it was amazing. And then the couple, I met a Burning Man, as I mentioned earlier. Dates and locations. So. Pasha, I date all over the world and all over LA. Like that was weird to say all over the world, but we've done a lot of travel recently, so it does feel like we're dating all over the world. Um, he and I really honed in on our relationship in 2022 and started 
putting date nights on the calendar again, something we had fallen off with, we worked on with our therapist. So we really got back into it. And I can't tell you what it did for our relationship. It was very much the sort of glue that started to really hold us together and reignited our sex life so, so much. Lauren, as I mentioned, we had really started to already move into our friendship, but we had this amazing staycation weekend in West Hollywood, in Los Angeles. I think we stayed at the Edition Hotel, maybe. I mean, there was like Honey Burdette lingerie. It was a whole thing. It was amazing. The guy that I casually dated, we... Um, we attempted to go bowling. It didn't work. I'm trying to remember. There was salsa and I think that was it. And then one night, I think we just like grabbed takeout or whatever. It was, yeah, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> Iceland one and Iceland two, that's what we'll call them. Uh, like I said, I met them at that bar and one, I went back to his place. The other, I went back, we went back to my place, which was kind of funny because I was staying with the girls there and it was not a very big apartment, but uh, in Germany, the Kit Kat Club, which of course is in Berlin and was also not very much a date. The couple that met at Burning Man, well, let's just say we had kind of a date um, in a couple outdoor places. I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um, for the kids, you know, no, this is a very explicit show. But we hooked up in two public places, so that was pretty cool. Burning Man, you know? The next question is, men, women, and what's their sexual orientation or what is in between. So I would say, yeah, there were two women that I've hooked up with in this whole group and the rest were men. Their sexual orientations. So the, the guy that I casually dated, I really don't know his full orientation or if he identifies as poly or non-monogamous at all. Um, I think there's we, you know what, every time we tried to talk about things like that, he was very much committed to mystery, which for me doesn't really work. And that's probably why it didn't work because I like to be open and honest and communicative about where I am. Even if I don't know where I am, I'm going to share that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could be queer. He could be poly. If feels like he's still figuring it out and that's amazing. So stay on that train. Um, and the three guys that I had on my vacation, uh, which, you know, there was a little competition, I'll have to say. Lauren, Nicole, and I, we had this like, okay, we're all going to hook up with somebody on this trip. And I'm very competitive. Maybe I was the only one who was like, I need, we're, <laughs> we're getting some strange on this trip. So I made it happen, obviously, three times over. And I don't know with any of those guys. Um, let's just say English was not the first language for any of them. And so the communication might have been rather limited. And I do know that two of them knew that I was married. The first one, I'm pretty sure he was also just like a traveler who was like, this is not going to go anywhere, but we're gonna have this amazing hot affair situation tonight. So 
he probably did not care whether or not I was married. I usually tell everyone, you know, right up front, if I see that there's going to be some kind of like friendship or relationship here, not in this case. And the couple very much are in a non-monogamous relationship and yeah, they knew what was up. Let's go. How long did it last? Okay, well, this is kind of easy. Pasha and Lauren lasting a lifetime. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Um, the one guy that I casually dated, I think we went out three times over the course of two months. Uh, Iceland, one, two, and Germany lasted one night. Burning Man couple lasted that week. We did actually see them again, uh, maybe a couple weeks later in Los Angeles, but past that, it really didn't go anywhere. Still consider them friends. But I think as far as building a relationship right now, that's not really where our focus is. So that lasted like a month. And then honorable mentions. So this is a really fun part. And I think I have a couple of things that are worth mentioning here. Let me check out my notes. So flirtations that just didn't happen. Let's honorably mention the guys in my dms asking me to dominate them or to send them pictures of my feet this happens a lot this never happened to me before i had a podcast about sex so i think there's you know some relationship there oh another honorable mention is i mentioned this guy earlier in the episode um we kind of like there was a kind of we kind of hooked up a burning man it didn't really go anywhere um, it was just like fun make out silliness, but it's interesting because I previously had, you know, a little relationship with this person years ago and they are a dear friend of mine and I love them so much. And so this kind of thing happened at Burning Man, which for years we were just friends and it was like so great to be in that space and really develop our friendship and our like love for each other as people. And then at Burning Man, there was like this kind of like sexy thing and then after that I was like wait a minute is there something there and then every time I was around them I was like wait I don't know I thought we were friends but then like there's this itch that like do I want to scratch it and then the cool thing is later in the year I had a moment where I was like like do I just want to scratch this or like let's talk about this for a second um we didn't really talk about it much but we had a little moment and that moment helped me be clear that it's just such a friendship and i feel the same way about this person that i do you know well it's different but i'll use lauren as an example there's such a deep friend love and yeah like 
dude, I want to make out with them in that moment. Yeah, but I also like want to make out with everybody sometimes. So there's that about me. And I was able to kind of get a little bit of closure on this little opening that happened at Burning Man. So honorable mention there. If you're listening, you probably know who you are. And I love you so much. And I'm so glad that you're like a brother to me. So who is next? Oh, there is a crush that I have. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. I have a crush on someone who's in a relationship and I know them both. They're like, I don't know them well. I just met them. Um, well, I didn't just meet them, but I met them in 2022 and they became friends. And this has never happened to me before. So I'm just not doing anything about it. I'm not going to like feed into this crush because they're not in an open relationship. So there's that. Sometimes I fantasize about them. Anyway, I'm not going to engage. But yeah, it's hard because it's like uncharted territory. And I would never want to come between someone in their relationship. I also, it's just not smart. I'm I'm like an older poly person at this point. I'm not older, but I'm not a baby poly. And I know the difference between hooking up with people who are open and people who are not open. And it's just like a whole mess. I yeah i just don't date people who aren't polyamorous who don't fully understand my circumstance and my other relationships because yeah that's just like there's a whole can of worms that i don't want to open so yeah uncharted territory so i'm leaving that alone but honorable mention i do have a crush that's developed like developed anyway what's next um oh so i went on two dates that I met these both of these guys on fields earlier this year and or later in 2022 I mean and both of them ended in like a kiss I always kind of like to kiss somebody to see if there's something um one date ended after only like 45 minutes because I really wasn't feeling it but then he walked me to my car and I was like oh this you know maybe I just didn't like his like the the energy of his apartment I was not enjoying so I was like excusing myself very early on um but then he walked me out of a car and I was like okay and then we kissed and there was no sparks whatsoever and what's worth mentioning here is after that we had a pretty kind of gross exchange on um over text message which I really did not appreciate and I want to share it here this guy asked me then a couple days later, hey, can I ask you a question? And I was like, sure. He's like, did you feel a connection between us? And I was like, no, honestly, I didn't. I'm glad we kissed because I always love to see if, you know, there's some chemistry there. But honestly, I didn't feel it. I think you're a great guy. You know, just kind of, I there was no chemistry for me. Like, you can't fake that. And so I shared it with him because I respect people and I want you to have the truth. Like, we should, we're adults. We should have all the same information. Sometimes I forget that not everyone has emotional intelligence at the level that I do, which is pretty much the, we're not all on the same page, like the whole world. And some people are much more emotionally intelligent than I am. And then others cannot handle that and would experience that comment or that text message as rejection, which is what happened here. And that guy proceeded to berate me and then fight with me over how can you tell after only a half hour of hanging out and one kiss 
at least I give people a chance and like went into this whole thing. Again, I met them on field, likely very baby polyamorous, you know, like wanting to be poly and just still not understanding that, you know, women have a right to say, no, I'm not interested in you. And this is not an attack on your ego, although this is how this person took it. So I'm going way further into this than I need to, but I feel like it's worth sharing because this happens a lot uh, for women. And it's not talked about enough where a man feels entitled to your energy, your attention, your affection. Um, and I'm speaking in general terms here with men and women, but I'm sure this happens all over the spectrum um, of you know genders and gender fluidity. But that was my experience and I was like, oh, so glad that I did not waste more than, you know, 30 to 40 minutes of my life with this person. Um, and then they blocked me, which I tried to like be nice and text back and say, hey, you know, it's really nothing personal, but we just, we have preferences as people. And, you know, I think you're great, but like, I don't want to sleep with you. So like we can be friends, but you know, that definitely didn't give me the opportunity to say that because I was blocked. Um, okay, then the second field date, uh, it was a quick date also. He was kind of fun, kind of cute. I was in the like, yeah, I'm glad I went on the date, but nothing really happened after that. And then I went traveling. So there we go. Um, two other honorable mentions were on two separate occasions on super sexy date night with hubby. We hired professional dominatrixes, once in New York at a really well-known uh, venue that's like a dungeon. Uh, we were in New York City for my birthday back in February and that happened there. And then another time in LA actually, that was more like a staycation hotel room vibe where the dom came to our hotel room and it was super fun. They like dominated me together. That was really, really great. The experience in New York was so-so. I was kind of let down because this place is, you know, a well-known, like reputable spot. And there was nothing wrong with it, but let's just say like the personal hygiene level of our <laughs> guide, the dominatrix for the evening was not like, I was like, yeah, let's just say we were not, we're not all on the same page on, you know, the personal hygiene that should happen before like sexy time. So there was that, um, but it was super fun. And I learned a lot from her and in that experience, um, cause we got to play with some really fun toys. It was like a full dungeon. So you have everything there, everything, all the paddles and the whips and the cats of nine tails and the cages and being tied up and it was really hot. Yeah. So that was it okay flash numbers around i'm gonna try to wrap this up this is going a little bit longer than i thought it would um yeah two people are really just you know best friends in my life who you know i wanted to mention that so two people like i was really able to see i love them deeply they're friends don't want to sleep with them um let's just see one person was I was super attracted to them, but then got to know them and they're kind of the opposite of my type. So I like jumped into sexual relationship with, you know, one of these people that I mentioned. And then I was like, once I got to know them as a person, just like not, I'm just not, yeah, not who I want to be hooking up with. Um, 
two people made me squirt, which I haven't done in years, mostly because I, I really don't think I like it. And then every time I try it, I'm like, oh, it's going to be so hot. Oh, this person's trying to make, you know, you can feel when someone's like trying to access that part of your body. And it's always like hot in the moment and then it starts happening. And then I'm like uncomfortable about it. I just don't. For me, it's so close to my bladder and I'm like, am I peeing? Am I squirting? And I know the difference now. Anyway, thought it was worth mentioning that since we are talking about my sex life so openly on this episode. Um, one foursome that I had happened in multiple public places. Oh, I already talked about this at Burning Man. It was super hot. Yeah, honorable mention there. Um, three one night stands, like I said, that happened on this trip where there was a hookup competition or maybe I like I set the competition for myself and they both laugh and they're like, this was not a competition with anybody, but I'm like, we're all getting laid on this trip. And then, yeah, I'm very competitive. So, and then honorable mention for the sex club in Berlin, Kit Kat Club, amazing experience. Um, yeah, male, female, male is like the hottest threesome for me, at least in this moment, probably because I haven't had a lot of it and that's what I wanted. So super odd experience. I highly recommend if you are ever in Berlin, you must go to the Kit Kat Club. There are these really adorable women who sit at the front and um, kind of judge whether or not you can get in, which is very interesting. And needless to say, we were super stoked when we did get in. So that's it. That's my 2022 dating wrapped, but make it poly. And it was not as challenging to talk about my sex life as I thought it would be. And yeah, I did not think, I feel like I am forgetting somebody and I'm so sorry. If you're listening to this and you're like, Jess, we hooked up last year, message me. Um, because you did not come to mind while I was recording this episode. What I hope you got out of this, polyamory looks different on everyone and there's a big difference between polyamory and non-monogamy. Um, I identify as poly because I believe that I can be in love with multiple people at once and it's not going to draw energy away from my relationship with my, you know, nesting partner, my primary partner, who's my husband. Um, it only adds to it. The only resource that I have that is limited is time, which of course, you know, that is the same for everybody. And um, as I move into this year, 2023, wanting to have children, I know that I will have less and less of that. So in 2022, part of my intention was to connect with more people sexually, to focus on my own pleasure and really making space for that in my life. And I'm proud of myself. I did that quite a bit. I had some really fun times. For those of you listening to this, just know that your girl, when she thinks about herself, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm like, oh, my polyamorous sex life is boring. And then I'm reading this and I'm like, hired a, hired multiple dominatrixes, went to sex parties, play parties, had multiple affairs in Iceland and Germany. Like, shit's hot. And I just forget sometimes because we have this perception of ourselves. But look, this is me kind of tearing down this idea I have of myself in, in real time. And I'm glad I did this. This was an exercise in me realizing that shit's really fun. So I hope this inspires you. 
you can go to play parties or sex clubs and not play. I've done it a ton. I just didn't do it last year. <laughs> last year I played at all of them. And I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed. Sometimes I get red when I talk about my sex life. It's still mildly uncomfortable for me to put myself out there. And the reason I'm doing it is because I think that it's valuable. Everyone can learn from it. And I grow every time I do. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Much love. Always remember, please subscribe to the show if you're not already subscribed to it. It not only helps us be discovered by more people, but you won't ever have to download an episode because it'll already be downloaded for you when you open up your Apple or your Spotify or whatever it is. If you haven't yet, take a moment to rate the show. It just takes five seconds to hit the five stars if you really like us. And again, we'll help more people who are interested in this kind of content find us. So. Have an amazing rest of your week. I love you all and I will see you next time.